Welcome back to another episode of Simmering Thoughts, where hosts Ryan Akers and Chris Dean lift the lid and sample slow-cooked thinking on Christian life and theology. We're going to be concluding our discussion of the fruit of the Spirit as patience and self-control today and are nearing the end of our series on the fruit of the Spirit. We'd like to thank everyone for listening and for continuing with us as we've gone through the series. We hope it's been as much of a blessing to you as it has been to us. I think one of the ways that we can exercise self-control, I just thought about this, is resting from our good works, repenting of our good works, mm. in that we, we, it is because we're, we're in the world that says we have to earn and gain and do, and it's natural for us as, as creatures with not unlimited knowledge and unlimited faith to want to fall back to these worldly ways. And so it's easy for us to, to fall back into a works righteousness mentality. I want to earn the favor of God. I want to get on his good side. I want to earn some brownie points for the afterlife. And when we realize that, yes, there is a duty to do good works, there is a duty to engage in the fruit of the Spirit, there is a duty to be self-controlled, it's more of a delight than anything because... yes. It's the example of what we see in God, first of all, and therefore we, we simply trust the Lord that what he has said is good. And as we grow in the knowledge and awareness of himself and, and see and taste to see that he is good, and, and as we have grown and matured in Christ, and as we look back, we'll realize that his ways are better than our ways, and so therefore our desire to want to earn salvation and is something that we can't do, is something that only God gives, and is something we want to just simply grow in, the, the self-control, the putting off of self, and the putting on of righteousness. Uh, we've, we've talked about Peter a lot tonight, mm -hmm. and I, I love both both uh, of Peter's epistles, and there's a particular stretch section here in Second Peter 1 that I think speaks to this really well, and it starts with verse 3. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Keep in mind, it's His power, all things, through the knowledge of Him who has called us to His glory and excellence, by which He has granted to us His precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. For this very reason, make every effort. There's the, the duty and the delight there. Make mm -hmm. every effort to supplement your faith with virtue. Virtue with knowledge. Knowledge with self-control. Self-control with steadfastness. And steadfastness with godliness. And godliness with brotherly affection. And brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then a couple of verses later, he sums up this whole passage by saying, For in this way there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. 
we are we're by nature people that are redeemed by a powerful God who is transforming us into his likeness. And self-control might be painful for a season in that we have to restrict what we want or what we think we deserve or whatever it is we want to do. But when we entrust ourselves in faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, when we look and see that, that God is indeed good, he will vindicate our confidence in him and that we will see that self-control is is good and that it has a dividend that pays off not only in the richly provided entrance into the eternal kingdom of Jesus Christ but also here in this life godliness is is not something that is a, a drudgery yes. but self-control is something that that, that really rewards itself in that we become more like Christ as we go through that process. And God will richly provide for us and reward us with peace and joy that surpasses understanding as we work out that salvation day to day, moment to moment. As you read that passage in Second Peter, a word jumped out, or a, a couple of words in a clause jumped out at me that we possess these qualities in increasing measure. Amen. And that it's not there, you know, what my self-control is today is nothing like it was 20 years ago. Oh, and, no. you know, Nor and, what it will be going forward. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You're not done working in us. Please continue working. Uh, and, and, you know, that right there jumped off the page at me. And, and also as, as we've talked about that, and you, you've brought up the the law or not, not necessarily the law, but the, the obedience that we have and the following after Christ and doing what he says. Uh, I thought of Psalm 119 and over and over again, the delight in the word of God and the delight in the law of God and the delight in the commands of God and the statutes of God. And that there's a delight there. And, you know, quite honestly, when we talk about the law as, uh, when we talk about civil law, I don't know a whole lot of people who get excited about following the civil law. Most of us find that those are boundaries we don't like. We bump up against them and it, it curtails our fun. You know, that's whole speed limit thing. Uh, and then, you know, you think about dietary rules that we have. Nobody likes the dietary rules. We all like the extra donut. Thank you very much. Uh, and we think about the law of God sometimes and, and culturally and reflexively as we approach the law the first thing we want to do is we feel ourselves get hemmed in and we want to we want to go bust that wall down a little bit uh, that's sin acting in us and yes. we want to act outside of that law and so we re we we react to the wall with a reflexive aversion to it and then grace happens and now instead of approaching the law to get toward God now God is approaching us and now with that we're we're on the same side of the law as God is and now we're looking at the law from his point of view and it is gorgeous and beautiful and simple and hard to do but simple and now as we start to do that and as we grow in understanding as we as we see that Psalm 19 thing of of growing in the word and chasing after the word and 
in loving the statutes, we are able through the Holy Spirit and through the word of God to see God's word and God's law in a different light. And that the, the, the act of transforming, literally we're transforming our mind from one side of the law to the other side of the law by grace through faith in Christ. The, the very passage in Galatians, which is kind of the basis by which we talk about the different fruit of the Spirit, speaks to that exactly. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And the very next clause is, mm-hmm. against such things there is no law. Yep. Now to those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified, have, past tense, the flesh with its passions and desires. I suspect that the Greek there is probably a, a, it's a past tense, a, a tense a, I forget what the, the exact Greek term is, but I suspect it's the one that has a starting point in the past with continuing, eternally uh, continuing results. It draws you right to and Galatians so, 2.20, doesn't it? Yep, exactly. So that that's who we are in Christ. He is working in and through us, and there's no condemnation. And our, our flesh is being crucified with its passions and desires. And it, it's not a dreadful thing. That's a good thing because it's being replaced with righteousness, mm. righteous acts, righteous ways, righteous thinking. That So self-control is it, it's a, it's a good thing. We, are, yes. we, 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 we look in the moment and we think, oh, this is costly. But then we forget to look at the long-term result of that and I'm I'm the biggest hypocrite of <laughs> you know us here that would ever listen to this because I'm not self-controlled in ways and I know I really don't trust in the Lord in some ways there and again thankful so much to the Lord that he has been patient with me that he has brought me to awareness of this and may he cause me to mourn over my sin and long and hunger mm-hmm. for righteousness and that I would exercise the fruit of self-control better in this and do it through prayer and desire, again, trusting that his ways are greater than my ways, and it's a delight more than it is a duty. Absolutely. With that, we're going to exercise some self-control and let the word speak for itself and draw this episode uh, a series of episodes, really, uh, to a close on patience and self-control. And and we have mentioned over and over and over again, this is a result of faith in Jesus Christ as Savior and understanding that he is the son of an omnipotent God, uh, that he is part of the Godhead. He's the son of the father of the Godhead. And that the third part of that Godhead is the Holy Spirit who is sent specifically to those who believe to develop in them these fruit (laughs) and to bring about the holiness and to draw us closer and closer into conformity with the picture of Christ. Um, And I know I didn't say that the most elegant way. It is 11 o'clock my time and my head is a little spinny uh, because of that. But there's such a beauty in that, that all three Amen. parts of the Godhead are involved in 
bringing us to an understanding and an ability to be doers of the words, patience and self-control. And that just to, to me, that causes me to sit in awe and wonder and worship. Uh, and so we hope that you take the opportunity to do that as you await the next episode. Uh, we hope that will be in a, uh, about a week from when we release this last little portion. Uh, but sometimes life has been intervening with us and it's taken a little longer. So have patience with us as well uh, as we hope <laughs> to get you. that episode out. Uh, and we thank you for listening. It is uh, a blessing to be able to sit down together and talk about God's word. I yes, always end please. up more energized at the end of the episode than I started at the beginning. Chris, I, it's, I suspect similar for you. It's, it's encouraging to, to go through the word of God. And, and I do have sometimes some level of, of dread in the sense of, Oh, I need to give this podcast episode. But then once I go through it, kind of like when I preach or when I teach, I realize, oh, why can't I do this more often? Because <laughs> I'm bathing in the Word of God, and it's transforming. It's powerful. It's it's just a reminder of who God is and what He has done and what what I have got to look forward to and how much I want to tell the world of how great my God is. Amen. We pray that you all have a wonderful week and we will have a new episode for you shortly as we continue and f start to close out the spirit, uh, uh, the fruit of the spirit series that we've been doing. Uh, we pray that you will also share this with others, that you will uh, take the opportunity to, f to let us have some feedback, to let us know thoughts that you had while you listened, to let us know uh, some other things that are going on in your lives, things that we can pray for you about even. Uh, we'd be glad to do that. So thank you for listening. Have a great week, everybody. This is Simmering Thoughts. That's all we have for this installation of Simmering Thoughts. We want to thank you for listening uh, to this episode and for listening to our podcast. You can find us online at simmeringthoughts.podbean.com on Twitter at SimmerThoughts, on Facebook, and on Gmail as at SimmeringThoughts. You can find Ryan and Chris on Twitter. Please search for us. We look forward to hearing from you. Please rate us and review us at your favorite podcast catcher. And join us next week as we conclude this discussion on the fruit of the Spirit is patience and self-control. Have a great week.